Hi all, this is Shane Madden. And I'm Will Harwood. We're really excited to be back with season two of Off The Clock, the podcast brought to you by TBT Digital. TBT Digital is the full-service, vertically integrated digital marketing group of TransPerfect, the $1 billion language, services, and technology solutions market leader. We're going to talk to some of the industry's thought leaders, movers, and decision makers to discuss all things digital throughout the course of the season. So let's get into it. Let's go. Hi, everyone. Shane Madden here from TBT Digital's podcast, Off The Clock. Joined with us today is friend, colleague, esteemed partner, Andy Nathan. Andy is a founder, CEO of a Colorado-based agency called Fortnite Collective. Really excited to have Andy on, on the podcast. Um, so Andy, thank you so much for, for coming on today. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks so much. No problem. So let's get this thing started. So first things first, why, you, you have a, an illustrious story career. So why don't you give us some context or background as to who you are, your experience, and, and, and how you ended up setting up the, the agency? Absolutely. I don't know about illustrious, but I have a career. But um, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you know, for me, um, right out of college, I started Ogilvy and Mather. I've, I've had a lot of like international big agency experience. I worked at Ogilvy and Mather in New York and also London on I, um, in London on IBM for almost seven years and worked at DDB where I, you know, helped lead the global Philips Electronics account and and then, you know, probably some other big places in my career that uh, really made a mark were BBH in New York, where I worked on a lot of things, everything from Miller Lite to Smirnoff to New York City tourism to Shia Day, where I was the managing director in the New York office. And we had the likes of things like Absolute and Accenture and Vonage and for a time Skittles and Starburst, among others. You know, I think ultimately for me, I had such great experiences from all those places, but just felt like there had to be a better way of working with clients. And to me, I think there was like something about the agility and speed at times where we'd work with our clients that seemed like sort of a bit magic to me. You know, when you think about accelerated pitches or where you have a deadline that you don't anticipate that when, you know, when creative teams come together, it is sort of when they're at their best. And I just sort of bottled some of that up. Ultimately, you know, what I ended up doing is I moved to Crispin Port and Bogusky in Boulder, Colorado. And um, you know, that was another amazing experience. It was sort of lightning in a bottle there. I mean, I worked on Microsoft, you know, worked on um, basically the response to I'm a PC for Microsoft Windows. And I worked on something called Bold House Farms, where we did baby carrots, eat them like junk food. It was a really, you know, sort of award-winning campaign that got a lot of exposure and met life among others. But I just felt like there just had to be a better way of working. And so ultimately, that's where I created Fortnite Collective. And we are a full service ad agency, but we pride ourselves on being a brand marketing accelerator. We sort of like half joke, but a lot of truth to it, which is if you want to change the world, all you need is the right people and not enough time. And so we genuinely believe that fourth deadlines makes us better. So we're about 30 people. We're, um, you know, our headquarters are in Boulder, as you mentioned. We have outposts in New York and London. We work with everything from you know, big blue chip, you know, brands like, you know, the Nestle's and the Expedia groups of the world to, you know, a amazing partners at Noodles and Company. Um, but then also, you know, some smaller sort of private equity backed founder led brands um, and to some like startups. I mean, we've worked in the past to like brands like, um, you know, TB12 and Tom Brady's health and wellness brands, things like that. Love it. So I'm going to tee Wit up with the next question, but I guess you touched on something there, which is your tagline. If you want to change the world and all you need is the right people, not enough time. I think it's pretty great. So as a classic ad man, that's been from big agency, you know, all the way down to where you are now. 
in, in terms of the size of the operation, would you agree that speed, agility, and just being able to be nimble and adaptive, that is key to business success in this ever-expanding digital marketing world? I think so. I mean, I definitely think that's where the world is going. I mean, obviously, if you're a big, you know, and, and a lot of times, I think a lot of, you know, big companies come to us because they crave more of that speed and agility and their big partners can't sort of match that. You know, we've sort of heard in the past, like we've had new business, you know, meetings with big brands who've said to us, like, you know, for us to sort of initiate a project with our sort of agency of record, sometimes it takes up to two months just to kick it off. And, you know, those are the types of things that, you know, we'll be, you know, there's times that the reason we were called Fortnite, and obviously it was, it was named that before the video game, it's spelled differently, but the original intent is that we do strategic and creative development all in two weeks. And it would sort of like midweek there, would, you know, like, or the midway point, we would do something called a brand hack. And, you know, what's interesting about that is we got some feedback from some clients who are like, I love it, but it's just not fast enough. You know, for some people they crave to go even faster and, or, you know, and so we do now these things called brand sprints, which are like three to five day, smaller, very similar process. And also something called a brand pinch, which is even a day or two. So. To me, I think it's like mission critical to success in business. Not everyone can do it, um, but, you know, I think we we attract the types of clients who sort of crave, you know, that muscle memory. So, Andy, let me pick your brain on something for a second, because I'm really curious about what that then looks like in the marketplace, right? Like, I'm sure you're a fan of a lot of work that goes out there in addition to, you know, wanting to put out your own the really high caliber products. What are some examples either of your own or people in the market that are doing this really well right now that clearly came together on a tight timeline? I mean, I think in general, like the market dynamics are changing and, you know, obviously things like increased competition. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, the biggest thing to me is like things like social media, e-commerce, word of mouth, like, you know, the days of just spending months, if not years, sort of really sort of strategizing, you know, doing new product innovations or things like that are just sort of over. And, and, you know, I sort of, uh, you know, like a classic case, case in point is like, you know, I'm, I'm actually at my in-laws right now in the UK and, you know, Boris Johnson resigns. And before you know it, you know, multiple brands, including Burger King are doing ads the next day. I think you, know, you just need to sort of turn on a dime much faster. So I think, you know, use cases would be something happens in culture and therefore we respond to what's going on in culture. Another use case could be, you know, uh, a brand is sort of late to, um, you know, a, a certain sector or a certain sort of product segment. And so they're, they're like, you know, how would we, if we were going to come into this sector, how would we invent this brand and what would like the pathway for this brand strategically, creatively? What would the name be, the positioning, things like that. Those are the types of use cases. And then there's just sometimes where like clients come to us because they're, you know, they're working with another agency, they're they're not nailing it and they've wasted a lot of time and they just need to go, you know? And so they come and it's like a, to use an English expression, like a belt and suspender approach. Like, you know, if it they might go down a path with the other agency, but the reality is like, if they can, you know, experiment and see what can happen in two weeks or five days, you know, let's do that. And and a lot of times we have a lot of success with that. Where there are brands that are just responding to sort of like, you know, cultural chatter, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, with politics. I mean, sometimes obviously it's things where 
It's very purpose-built where they want us to kind of speak to things going on, whether it's like about vaccines. And you need an agency who's nimble and agile who can kind of turn on the dime. I mean, I think a lot of times you'll get a call and be like, you know, we need to turn something around in 24 hours or 36 hours. Not to put on put you on the spot, but off the top of your head, are there any recent examples of brands or companies that have uh, created really compelling um, marketing content on a dime, as you mentioned, that you said, wow, that, that's, that's, that's really powerful? A good question. The one that sort of put it on the map to me was like the Oreos ducking in the dark. You know, if you think back on that, like that was the, and I'm, I'm sure <laughs> there was ones in the past, you know, that happened, but mm-hmm. that was probably the first time. And I remember like many years ago, you know, I was working on JCPenney and it was probably like 10 years ago. And I remember, you know, it, you know, there were certain points in, in like, you kind of know different phases of advertising when someone's like, we want a viral video or we want, you know, like this. And now it's kind of like, we want this TikTok thing. But the reality is like, I remember when we worked on JCPenney, they're like, we want our dunking in the dark. And I remember at the time, like the Super Bowl was actually, and originally they're like, we don't. And then I think maybe like five days before they're like, actually we do. And so we had to mobilize a team. And basically it was, I think it was the Broncos in Seattle were playing in the New, um, New York and it was going to be freezing. You know, if you remember that. And and the reality is it also coincided with when the Winter Olympics were coming on and, and JCPenney was actually a sponsor and they used to, they were selling these, you know, uh, Olympic mittens and certain proceeds would go to a charity. And, and so basically, you know, what we ended up coming up with for that was we did um, some garbled texts or garbled Twitter. You know, everyone was doing all this stuff and responding to ads and responding to things in the game. And we just literally came up with these like tweets that just made absolutely no sense. And the reality is eventually after two or and, and every other brand was like, you know, you drunk JC Penny, you know, like it was just like everyone was chiming in. And then ultimately what we revealed is it was tweeting with mittens. And it sort of then sort of pushed to the Olympic, you know, um sponsored mittens. And um, but it was, you know, and I think a big thing that we tend to say is, you know, try not to um like chase culture, but look to shift it. You know, like when everyone else was doing one thing, we're like, how do we do something slightly different? But I'll, I'll, you know, let me think about that as you talk about others that recently that have done a good job. I I will also just say one other thing. It's really much harder now. There's so much like just like stuff out in the world, whether it's ads or just like content, like TikTok or social media. It's hard to break through anymore the way, you know, brands used to break through. I mean, that's the other thing. And normally when it happens, it's because you, you have a high profile celebrity or you have tons of money or you have access to something, which, you know, it's a bit unfortunate, you know, so. Andy, so in that same vein, what, what's one trend that you're watching right now that you are looking to kind of ride into some form of success or breakthrough, be it, you know, something on TikTok or some emerging technology within e-commerce? What, what's caught your eye? Yeah. I mean, I I am sort of, you know, fascinated about TikTok and just like, and, you know, just how, and, and how brands, I mean, some brands have cracked it and they've cracked it really well. Other brands just haven't, or, or I think they're just sort of more intimidated by it. And it just, you know, I look at it through so many different lenses. I look at it through the lens of like, you know, brands in my orbit who are very intrigued and interested. I also look at it through my kids' lenses and probably it's the 
one of the best ways to sort of break through with a younger generation. I mean, not, you know, not like we do tons of ads targeting kids and teens, but like even, you know, as they sort of grow up, I mean, it's just sort of a new, a new different form of media. Another one, you know, Snapchat, I mean, I, it's another one I think that we don't do a lot of work with. I know actually a lot of like the younger creatives are so impeccably good at it. I think that's another one that's sort of interesting to me. To that end, do you have any exciting client engagements or um, any stuff in the hopper that you'd like to like to discuss? You know, it's funny. I mean, I, I think one of the the best, well, there's there's so many of them, it's, it's hard to say, but like we actually did a great campaign um, with Noodles and Company just recently. Like it mostly it was primarily like video and digital and it was all about the world's biggest fan. And, and that was a lot of fun. And so that just launched, I guess, probably like a month ago. Um, you know, interesting, like they're great clients of ours actually were ex clients somewhere else. And then they, you know, you know, Stacey Poole, her name, the CML went to Noodles and, and sort of brought us over there right around the start of the pandemic. And so we've been doing, you know, AOR work with them ever since. And they're a really fun brand to work with. We also just recently won another ex-client of ours who is at Steamboat Resorts. And so we won that. And so we, we did some, a really fun shoot for that. Of integrated campaign that's going to be launching over the next few months. So yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. I mean, that's the nice thing also about, I mean, we do some AOR work, but we do a lot of project work stuff too. So like literally you could get a call tomorrow and you're sort of off to the races in a week's time um, mm -hmm. to be out in the marketplace in, in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Well, I guess it goes back to the whole premise of the foundation of your agency, which is speed and agility, right? So I, I, I hear you. I love it. Andy, you're, you're amazing. You're a legend. So for, for any, for any listeners, can you just remind them the name of the agency, how to contact you? And yeah, so I'm Andy Nathan, founder, CEO of Fortnite Collective. So it's spelled F-O-R-T-N-I-G-H-T. And my email is Andy at FortniteCollective.com, or you can go to FortniteCollective.com and love to hear from you. And um, yeah, it's exciting to talk to you guys. I really appreciate it. I oh, appreciate you. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks everyone so much for listening in. You bet.